Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Senior, see, si, senior. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. It's midweek, known as Wednesday, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Uh, well, well, uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, nothing. How about that lawsuit against Meta? I think that's a, such an interesting story. Oh, yeah, I agree completely. I, yeah, I've. I've been hot for this issue for a very long time. It's just kind of receded from the foreground. I was going to try to come up with the name of the dude who's the most recent would-be Speaker of the House, but I, I can't. You know, there's no point in memorizing his name. They're going to vote for him today, but according to Fox, there are already 10 no votes. He's not going to make it. So, uh, you know, if you had a Mike Collins is now the Speaker of the House party planned for this evening, it's going to get rained out. Big finish here. Come on, pow. Zip, zoo. But this is what the the, the moderates who aren't going to vote for this guy, because he's a stop the steal guy, uh, the moderate Republicans who don't want to get um, voted out of their districts are not going to vote for him. And so they're going to band with the Democrats 
to vote for McHenry to be the temporary speaker. So that's what's going to happen, according to reporting on Fox, which sounds accurate. I mean, that that's I think that's got to happen. Uh, sure. Something like that, yeah, I guess. Probably it's no ridiculous. other way to get there. It's it laughable. It is. But anyway, so, yeah, don't don't worry about looking into the history of this dude or whatever. You know, I'm trying to find an email as long as this came up from a guy who's all foul, foul uh, I'm sorry, all fired up. And and it was good. I mean, he had his facts straight and everything, but he was super adamant about, you know, Jim Jordan is more popular than the moderates in their district because of this. And we need more Ron Paul in this. And we got to go to this. And Adam, very adamant. Why don't you guys, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to say this calmly, simply. You don't have the votes. Now, if you just want talk radio that loudly advocates for something that'll never be achieved, that's fine. It's kind of fun to listen to, but we're trying to break down what's likely to happen, why it's going to happen, and what it means. Um, so I might agree with you on principle, but dude, you don't have nearly the votes to get a, you know, a, a firebrand Jim Jordan type elected. Yeah. So anyway, de- the Democrats picking a Speaker of the House—that's an interesting thing. But anyway. I know. Well, it's it's horrifying. It's idiotic. The stupid party. Uh, so you got that story. Um, yeah, and 40 states are suing Facebook, saying it's addictive, particularly for kids. And Intentionally so. And yes. everyone knows it. That's right. Do we still have Marjorie's Marjorie been falling. Yeah. She's fallen down on the job lately. And everyone knows it. That's my favorite clip. But, uh, yeah, so that that could be big. That could be like uh, when the tobacco companies got hit, right, back in the day? Um, and out of them of, hey, you, you knew this. Was, you knew it was harmful. You knew what it was doing. You made it more harmful when you found out it was harmful. Mm-hmm. Cetera, yeah, absolutely. The, the addictive qualities of it are entirely intentional. The greatest minds of our generation have been dedicated to manipulating the endorphins, the, the neuro... Uh, psychology of America's young people. If you had taken out the word Facebook, though, and put in potato chips, it'd be exactly the same thing. Wouldn't it? that sentence still be true? They have a, um, uh, intentionally manipulated our endorphins to make the product that is really bad for you uh, something that's hard to stop. So, And that's not illegal, apparently. So what's the difference? Well, I think one of the main questions is the amount of you harm. You don't eat Facebook is the difference. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people are obese, but there are a lot of foods that are tantalizing. Um, uh, There hasn't been a giant surge in depression, anxiety, and suicide among America's youth because they're so full of potato chips. I'm just trying to figure this out as a guy who didn't almost go to law school. Could the NFL come up with a way to make it so exciting to watch that they create so many endorphins because that's their goal, too? Sure. Uh, that you can't not watch it. You just keep watching football and you ignore your family and you blah, blah, blah. Is that would that be the same thing or is that perfectly legal to make a product that trips your endorphins and makes you want to use it? Well, if if we were an Indian tribe, Jack, or I should say Native Americans, I would call you asks great questions. That's so interesting because <laughs> that's the nature of all entertainment, isn't uh-huh. it? Mm hmm. To be so compelling that you can't wait to see what happens next. <sighs> wow, what a that this is angels dancing on the head of pins, folks. I We're hate, way deep here. I hate Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook and all social media, so if it all got went away somehow, I'd be fine with it, but I'm just wondering why it's illegal. The only way I think I can approach this question is to uh get a head full of mushrooms. Just keep me away from the controls of any passenger jets, okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> so the guy was on mushrooms and hadn't slept for 40 hours that wanted to crash the plane. Well, you don't want that in a guy who's got his hands on the controls of the plane. I haven't slept in 40 hours, you say. And then he runs down the... Here, the, sit right here, right next to the controls. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he runs down the aisle and says, you better handcuff me. Somebody handcuff me. I'm going to do something horrible. Yipes. Yeah, too late, dude. Do you remember what you did two minutes ago? Not really. Yeah, I, wow. I haven't, I haven't slept in 40 hours. Yeah, so he was completely like out of his mind on sleep deprivation. And depending when he took the shrooms, he probably wasn't feeling those effects exactly, but... He was in a weird, fragile, post-something-or-other state. Didn't he come off as incredibly n- nutty to the people there in the cockpit? Like, what's with Jim? And we ought to get him back by the coffee and the drinks, away from the controls. I would think I, if I'd I, He might up- have just seemed sleep-deprived or something. I don't oh, know. Wow. I would think he'd be bug-eyed and manic, but maybe he wasn't. That was our original air names, by the way. Bug-eyed and manic. Good morning. Uh, Give it away It lasted tickets. like six weeks, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Um, and then another story that, uh, why did it just come out last night that we've had 14, uh, soldiers, I don't know who it was that was hurt, uh, hurt uh, with the various attacks in the Middle East since Iran started attacking us. And that seems like a lot and nobody was killed yet. But why, why haven't we found that out on a day by day basis over the last week or so? Why, why did that just get announced last night? Are you trying to hide that from us? Are you trying to keep public opinion from getting too whipped up about this? That's what I'm wondering. There's something at work here, because it was something like uh, nine Marines and four sailors and a contractor or something like that. I suspect it was the, uh, the what's the uh, the term, the blast, the shock from a blast, mm. that her traumatic brain injury, that sort of thing, maybe hearing damage. It has to do with those uh, missile attacks that our folks have been shooting down best they can, coming from Iranian proxies and the Hutu rebels and, and whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's the report out now, 14 injured. How many of our people can you injure? How many missiles can you fire at us? How many bombs can you set off before we respond? How long? Uh, and I don't actually know the answer to this. I'm I'm ask question. I'm I'm chief ask questions. I have no answers, but I don't know. Are we uh, projecting a bit of weakness by not responding to that? You can just keep punching me. It doesn't hurt that bad. I mean, it kind of hurts, but just keep punching me. If Trump were in the White House, I'd have a different answer than with Biden in the the White House. I don't know what's going on. I also don't know. I'm trying to noodle through the reasons that you might keep your casualties quiet for now to keep your options open, to keep public uh, pressure from growing. I'm having trouble coming up with uh, maybe to keep your enemy from knowing they did damage. Um, How about this one? Uh, It's hard to hold back Israel if we're going after Iran. Oh, if we're keeping Israel's going to say, yeah, we're in, we're in, let's we're, go. We're, we're, we're telling Israel, it would seem to, uh, to, to hold off, hold off. In fact, it says up on the TV, military advisor ur- urging Israel to um, avoid full scale, scale ground assault in Gaza. So we're trying to hold back their attack. If we start attacking, I suppose it's harder. I don't know iPhone owners, I don't know the answer to any of those questions, but I know this uh, as of right now saying, hey, Israel, or Israel says that the phone thinks it's Siri. My Siri just opened up and said, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're asking. Siri and Israel are different words, you idiot. (laughs) I'm saying to the phone. Wow, verbal abuse of an inanimate object. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, Joe Biden, if Joe Biden is known as one thing, 
It's a, I don't know, we better not. I mean, he's that guy. He just is. He always has been. With the most famous example being the only no vote about going after bin Laden. He's the, "Ah, we better not. He's been that way through the entire Ukraine thing on every piece of equipment from the first bullets. He's he's doing it on this. He's he's been that way his whole career. I don't know. He's he's the well. I don't know. That could cause this. He's that person. And it's probably irresponsible to psychologically assess somebody from a distance, but it is fun. So I'm going to Joe. Bi- that is why Biden always tells the stories about whose ass he's going to kick or kicked or the chain and corn pop. I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. And the straight razor on the barrel and the curb and meeting Trump out beyond the gym, I'd have kicked his ass. Remember the That's why he's always to bang him on the curb. Because he knows he's indecisive, he's hesitant, and so he has to tell these myths to make him sound like some sort of decisive ass kicker. That's pretty interesting psychologically. Huh. That could be. Uh, We should start the show officially. There is a lot going on, as you can tell. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is a Wednesday, October the 25th, the year 2023. We are taking up arms against a sea of troubles where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. Let's begin then, officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Regardless of what happens nationally, subnationally, you have a partner in the state of California. Gavin Newsom, governor of California, announces... Uh, ties with the communist Chinese. First time I've ever heard the word subnationally. Yeah, Gavi, is that a word? Um. Uh, so yeah, I want to hear more about that. Gavin Newsom was in China. Governors uh, don't. He, then he he stopped in Israel and went to China because he's running for president. And uh, we got more on that coming up. So plenty to talk about today. <clears throat> and Joe's going deep on the Facebook. Joe almost went to law school, so he's going to bring some Latin. Well, and I took a psych class, too, so I understand that part of it. It was Psych 101, which I believe is the most advanced one. <laughs> uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's good. Very strong. Awesome. All in the way in our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. By the way, misstatement. We have been attacked 13 times. There have been two dozen people hurt, twice as many. As I said just a few minutes ago, that's quite a few wow. people. And how injured and when did this happen and why is this just coming out? That's a lot of attacks. That's a lot of people hurt. Hmm. What's going on there? Trying to keep uh, the situation from boiling over, I would guess. God, I don't know. I just feel like if some guy's shoving you trying to start a fight and he just keeps shoving you and shoving you, you're kind of in a fight. At some point, yeah. you might want to do something. Well, if he's. Punched your heart a couple of times? Yeah, you're officially in a fight. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from the great Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Human beings are born with different capacities. If they are free, they are not equal. And if they are equal, they are not free. Did he actually say that? I may have to look that up. He said a lot of stuff like that. Well, sometimes it's the translation. Um, because he said it and wrote it in Russian. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, speaking of Sultanism, which reminds me to Russian, reminds me of, I did a deep dive on a podcast about Peter the Great, leader of Russia way back in the day that uh, Putin tries to style himself after. Yeah. Wow, how did I not know these things about Peter the Great? How interesting, did he like throwing dwarves around? Wow. What? Among other <laughs> things. So if you're a guy who's tired of thinking about the Roman Empire, perhaps Peter the Great, stay with us. Mailbag. Drop us a note, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, like uh, Douglas did. Three quick thoughts for you. I wonder if the Southern Poverty Law Group has revised their list of hate groups to include people openly chanting for the extermination of a race. Oh, good one. That's a good one, but they're, they're, they exist only to raise money and label anybody to the right of Mitt Romney as a hate group. The Southern Poverty Law Center is a fraud. Two, the whole Israel situation reminds me of the Chinese proverb where a farmer responds to every event in his life, with both, both good and bad, with, we'll see. If I may, the horrific Holocaust leads to the creation of Israel, which leads to the violent conflicts, which recently helped expose the diseased culture in the West. On it goes. And then he uh, is admiring of the Canadian politician who took a page out of the George Casanza book and was eating an apple while talking to a reporter. He thought that was very admirable. <laughs> I forgot. That is a Costanza sort of thing to do. Who? Oh. Who says that? <laughs> name, name one person. I don't know. You ask the question. Good stuff. Lesbola. Writes M. If Hezbollah were taken over by lesbians, okay. Two questions. What? I have. I have only two questions. What? One. Why did you write that? And two. Why did you send it to us? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Moving along, guys. Wow. The pilot. <laughs> Okay, can we move on? It's like somebody walks into a room and says, I've got the turtle in a cheerleader's outfit now. What? <laughs> nobody nobody asked what? for a turtle in a cheerleader's outfit? Why did you? Why are you telling me? <laughs> uh, the pilot that tried to kill everyone was on shrooms. 
Uh, kids, if you take shrooms, make sure you're somewhere safe in the middle of the woods, not the freaking cockpit of a plane in flight. L-A-F-O-S. Let's all freak out safely. <laughs> That's Jess in Wiley, Texas. Thanks, Jess. I don't know if you'd have to take any drugs if you've been up for 40 hours. Of course, that's probably why he was up for 40 hours. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving swiftly from topic to topic. RFK Jr. Guys, he came out in support of reparations nationally. I think that may make some GOP folks rethink their potential support of it. Well, I feel like a lot of my friends and family who are into <clears throat> RFK Jr. Um, uh, yeah, are not aware of all of the things he believes. It's a lot like Vivek Ramaswamy. At first blush, he's super impressive and says a lot of the right things. But the more you dig into him, uh, the more I think he's a phony and a con man. And he just says whatever will get him over. Um, but, uh, you know, if you disagree, that's fine. I, I don't, really don't care. think RFK Jr. is a phony and a con man. I think he's a nut. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh, how much time do we have, Michael? Not much, huh? 30 seconds. Yeah, great back and forth on our sick leave discussion mm, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's here's a thought. We have time for this from Matt, the land surveyor. Jack needs to buy a Travis Kelsey jersey. I doubt Kelsey would complete another pass while Jack is in possession of it. Then the drama would ensue. Taylor Swift would be shown miserable at the games. No more clever handshakes, no more high fives. Probably stop going to the games altogether. If it was bad enough, they'd probably break up, giving Swift material for another new number one album. I'll bet Jack could even get producer credits on the album. Now, if I got a uh, Kelsey jersey, you'd see Taylor Swift doing the walk of shame out of some other guy's apartment the next day. That's the way it would work. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Tinder has a new feature called Matchmaker, which allows your family and friends to weigh in on your matches. Oh. There's already a name for that. It's called Thanksgiving. <laughs> Why aren't you married? <laughs> I'm just not sure your date wants to hear great news. Mother thinks we're a perfect match. Tinder. Hmm. I don't know anything mm. about Tinder. I've never been on it. I just know the reputation of it. But. Yeah, yeah, I die out of my depth. Uh, so uh, perhaps you heard, we mentioned it, that dozens, more than 40 attorneys general have filed suits in federal and state courts seeking changes to Meta slash Facebook, Instagram, 
etc. I think that's notable because, uh, you know what, I haven't actually run it down, but clearly if you have 40 states, you have Republican and Democrat attorneys general. Um, and in fact, the multi-year investigation was led by General, uh, I'm sorry, Jonathan Scarmetti of Tennessee, who's a Republican, Phil Weiser of Colorado, a Democrat. Yeah, I don't want to get bogged down. I am kind of curious as to why the other ten, ten states didn't sign on, but maybe maybe later for that. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, yeah, they get into some of the legalities here, but it's not that uh, terribly interesting. But the, the states are uh, alleging that Meta misled the public about the dangers of its platforms for young people. It knew... Uh, a number of the psychological effects that uh, over-engagement had, and also that Meta knowingly marketed its products to users under the age of 13 who are barred from the platform by both Meta's policies and federal unenforceable law. Yeah, see, the- yeah, that's a that's a big part of it, enforceable or unenforceable. Like web, You can have websites that say, are you 18? Oh, I don't know. Can I lie? Should I lie? Uh, the states are seeking to force Meta to change product features that they say pose dangers to young users. Um, then, of course, the spokeshole for Meta came back with, you know, many young people find support and community on social media. Oh, blah, wow. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. What's it like uh, dining with the devil over the holidays? Many young people find support and community in social media. Well, okay. Calling the litigation a vital battleground for teen mental health, the two attorneys general we mentioned a second ago highlighted the bipartisan nature of the effort. They pledged that the states would invest heavily in the cases, comparing them to other landmark state actions over products deemed harmful to public health. To your reference, Jack, earlier, we had a conference six months ago working on this. We had over 100 people there. There's tobacco suite level opioid, I'm sorry, not suite, suit. There's tobacco suit level opioid suit level commitment. According to the federal suit, Meta has maximized the attention the teen users spend on its platform in ways the company knows often come at the expense of their mental health. I don't remember um, when the whole tobacco thing blew up. 60 Minutes was on it all the time. Um, But it was about proving that tobacco companies knew their product was harmful and they were lying about it. But were, uh, were tobacco executives smoking or not? I wonder, were they saying behind the scenes, oh, I would never smoke, or I certainly wouldn't let my kids smoke, in the way that these social media companies are? Remember in the movie The Social Dilemma, one of the things that was in all the trailers was these various people that have worked for Facebook and Twitter and different places saying, oh, no, God, my kids don't have uh, phones, and I would never let them on these apps. It's terrible for them. Right, yeah, absolutely true. That's an interesting question about the tobacco execs, but whatever answer... Whatever the answer is to that question, I think you've made a great point. And if you have not seen the documentary, The Social Dilemma, and I'm not sure where it's streaming these days. It was on Netflix when I saw it. Um, it is absolutely brilliant and extremely troubling. Um, it's, it's, still, it's, uh, it's still on Netflix, according to my phone. Oh, great, great. Um, it does a beautiful, beautiful job of explaining how uh, the social media hook you and get you and engage you and the you can be an adult certainly and i watched the thing and thought wow yeah that's that's a great example of how they try to get me uh but kids are especially susceptible to this sort of thing it's like they they know they have algorithms that know you and what you respond to and if you don't 
respond to what you usually respond to, they know what'll get you. And if and and if it goes two or three deep and you're still not engaging, you're still not spending time on social media, they will dig into one of your friends or contacts and and pick out the most harrowing or exciting or commented upon post and they'll hammer you with that. Jenny says she's breaking up. Jenny says she's breaking up. Jenny is going to break up. And just they're experts at getting you to engage longer and longer and longer, which you know, I'd be tempted to say uh, buyer beware for adults, but again, the point of the suit is about children. Yeah, so the, the last part is unique to social media, but that first part of their experts are getting, about getting you to use your, your product, well, so is Heinz Ketchup and Chevrolet. I mean, Chevrolet, they on purpose used that Bob Seger song because they knew that would appeal to an age group that likes trucks. I mean, I just... And damn it, I've always wanted a truck that was like a rock. I mean, I just I just don't know where you draw the line on that's what advertising is. If there's knowing harm, I think that's the key point. Uh, they're knowingly harming children and lying about it because of the specific features of their product. There's there's that's the line. God, I'd like to hear from some legal experts on whether they think this could fly. Obviously, some legal experts do think it can fly or this suit wouldn't be going forward. Right. 40-plus attorneys general, as Jack and I always ask. 40-plus? Is it 41? Is it 47? Tell me the number. Or, what do you get? to? You get to 40 and you're too winded to finish counting? How many is it? Or are there a whole bunch of lawyers who would say, yeah, I don't know if this will fly, but I certainly would like to be paid $250 an hour to see if it'll fly for the next two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had one more point I wanted to make. <sighs> I mean, this would be huge, obviously, if Facebook ended up, you know, Whatever. You got fined 50 gazillion dollars and aren't allowed to do whatever. Uh, That would be huge for the Internet. I mean, all kinds of different companies would have to change the way they do business now and in the future. I'm not sure for the better, though. That's what I'm worried about. Right. And, And you do bring up some really, really interesting questions. At what point does compelling become addictive? Um, I mean, our compelling content, for instance. People just can't live their lives because they're so fascinated by what we'll say next. Here's a good example. Can they sue us? But again, children in harm. Here's a good example because I've been talking about this a lot for the last couple of weeks because I'm raising one teenage boy, another one about to be a teenage boy. I've read about uh, online pornography and the dangers it's doing to young people and everything like that. That's clearly a product that for profit they know is addictive. They make as addictive as possible. They know young people are using it. How, How is that different? Love that thought. That is that's good. Now you have the problem that Meta is an enormous company. So is Pornhub. Not well, as big yeah, as but, Meta, but it's pretty big. No, if you hadn't jumped in, you'd have. I could have laid my wisdom on you. Uh, Meta is an enormous company with zillions of employees. It's got publicly traded. It's it's got a board of directors. It's heavily regulated. There are people churning out porn out of every basement and right. you know Russia and America and everywhere else. Yeah, it's it's there's nobody to hold accountable, mm. which is too bad. Just remember, folks. Remember, children are not able to decide for themselves how to spend their time, whether to smoke, whether to get a tattoo. They can't rent a car. They can't serve in the armed forces, but they can decide that they need a sex change. Just remember that. Well, if kids know, they know. As we get further off track, 
Um, I've had the experience recently of driving for ibuprofen to the school because the school can't give a kid ibuprofen for legal reasons. They can't even let the kid bring their own. Which is insane. But they can get you an abortion. Seriously. But lots of other stuff can happen that you don't know about. (laughs) Tylenol? No. Sex change? Yes. Abortion? Yes. It's nobody's fault. I realize lawyers have ruined the world and it's not their fault. But my son with his separated shoulder going to the nurse and being in lots of pain and I got to wait till I can get home and drive over some ibuprofen. That's just crazy. That's the lawyers. The sex stuff is not the lawyers. No, no, no. That's that's activist lunatics. More on that to come. Hey, you want to hear a quick yin and yang about calling in sick to work? Sure. I had had a conversation with a number of uh, bosses yesterday who heard us talking about that and saying, oh, yeah, all the younger people we hire, they use all of the sick days all the time. It's just a culture change. Yeah, we're talking about this Wall Street Journal piece that essentially, you know, said what Jack just said, um, and that the the culture has changed and policies have changed, et cetera. And a number of older people saying, I've never taken one sick day when I wasn't sick in my life, and I never will. So that's quite a divide (laughs) of attitude. You couldn't get further apart. Yeah, which goes back to the relationship between employer and employee. That's evolved through the years. Now it's much more transactional and much less human. Then you got the question of, I'm not going to lie. I don't lie to people I respect. Um, and and then you've got, uh, well, you got a lot of different factors working. Anyway, so we got this uh, note from me. I was amused that your negative reactions to people using sick leave as uh, sick of work leave Sick uh, of yeah, work that's, leave. <laughs> that's that's the other cultural thing that I meant to throw in is that um, the idea that I just can't take it today. I mean, growing up in the culture we grew up in, which is not terribly long ago, the idea that I'm too work to I'm I'm too weak. I'm too weak to do my desk job. I can't take it. Yeah, it's, it I don't be know, like, what are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I always say to my kids, they don't want to do something. I say, do you think I want to? You just saw me doing laundry. You think I wanted to do that? I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. or, or I say, you know who else doesn't want to go to school? Ha, ha, Two hundred million kids around the world. Join the club. <laughs> So anyway, uh, me was amused. Uh, This has been happening as long as I've been working, although it's more common. Uh, I caught on a while ago. No one gives an S whether you use up your sick leave or not as successful. Well, he gets into a tangent there. Uh, Then he says, nobody cares. Then got this from Al Anonymous. Uh, your comments about people who use sick days, et cetera, like you were talking about, made me furious. Uh, he, he's a, he works for a big company you've heard of, managing a team. Uh, yes, we give them the time, and yes, they're free to use it if they're ill, but there's a point where the attendance of one employee has significant, not the non-attendance, he means, has significant negative consequence on the rest of the team, of regardless of how long they've worked for us. Of course. My company is incredibly generous with how much time they grant for sick pay. Here's the problem. My company bends over backwards to make sure we're people-focused and making sure the employees' mental and physical well-being are considered. This results in outrageous attendance issues from a select few. Some examples. We have a fairly large team retail. We have at least five individuals with more than 30 call-outs this year, some of them part-time. And a lot of it's car trouble and that sort of thing, a classic. 
My boss tells me I need to show care for my employees, be empathetic to their needs, and be people-first leaders. My argument is if we bend over backwards for one team member because we screw the other 99% of the team that picks up their slack. At some point, caring for the needs of the many is being people-first. Boy, that's that's a good point. God, and... I've I've never even come close to using all my sick days. I, I, I might have the one I had cancer, but outside of that year, never in my life have I even come close to using my sick days. But those were around when I did get cancer, so it was nice to know. Oh my God, what am I going to do now? I've got this horrible disease where I can't come to work all the time. I feel like you're poking God in the eye. I feel like it's like people who have fake handicap placards so they can park in a handicap spot. I, f- I feel the same way about that as I do with taking sick days. You're like poking God in the eye. Thank God you're not too sick to go to work. Right. Yeah, I've called for people who do that with the handicap placard to have both their legs broken. So now you're handicapped. Uh, and then finally, Al mentions the incredible paperwork in Cal Unicornia to document the problem. This numbskull who calls in 30 times a year. Uh, to document the problem, give the team member a chance to fix it. Makes me question, who's the idiot? The person who took 30 extra days off or the person who showed up and worked? That's the nature of socialism, my friend, and, and well pointed out. Yeah, you've got to document the fact that you call in every week and fake an illness and you're never there? I'll document it. You're fired. But you can't do that in Caliena Cardia. I won't do my whole screed again, but just to show that I'm not only on the side of the employers, I do think some of the attitudes of employees is from the way companies now treat people. Back to lawyers ruining the world. When you see people who've worked next to you for years get fired and then treated like a criminal and marched out of the building with a cardboard box and they're not even allowed to say goodbye to the people they've worked with, it makes you a little bitter and not like super loyal. Yeah, no kidding. Amen. Uh, We got a lot more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know if we've had a topic as provoking as this sick day conversation. It's been a long time. We got a whole bunch of texts after this last uh, segment we did from people with stories of getting screwed by their company in ways that makes them think I'll never care about a company again or I wish I had taken all my sick days or or whatever. Fair enough. So fair it enough. Goes, it, yeah. it, it does go both ways. Yeah, I, I have more to say, but why don't we uh, go ahead and get the uh, the headlines from Katie. It's an ongoing conversation, clearly. Got the news machine all fired up and running, oiled and greased, gassed wow, up, that's, the news machine. Feels gross and indelicate yeah. when well, you're introducing a woman. I don't know I'll, precisely why. I'll, I'll rephrase that tomorrow when we do it. Let's figure out who's reporting what. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Katie? Well, thank you, guys. And yeah, greased is a bad adjective, Jack. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> New York Times. Gaza health crisis deepens as Israeli strikes continue. Yeah, I'd say it does. Uh, we're going to get into an hour two the number of Americans that have been hurt and why the government or Pentagon or whoever kind of kept this a secret from the last week. And we're not talking Gaza. We're talking about on military bases. Yeah, yeah. From the Wall Street Journal, weapons flood Israel's West Bank, fueling fears of new war front. Wow. Yeah, surrounded on all sides. Also, Fox News. 
Israeli Air Force reveals note Hamas fighter allegedly carried during October 7th attack. This is chilling. They found a note on one of the bodies of the Hamas soldiers that had the instructions to behead babies, kill women. It was a it was a one sheet on what they needed to do. You have to have a one sheet for that. Mm. And there's a fair amount of coverage now that once the fence was opened up and that uh, however many uh, Hamas fighters flooded through in their uniforms with their military grade weapons. Uh, thousands of uh, Gazaites flooded through, too, armed with whatever they had and committed horrific mayhem. Not members of Hamas, just Palestinian folks. Right, right. And uh, did you catch the phone call that got intercepted from a Hamas fighter calling back to his parents? So, oh, yeah. And his parents were so thrilled of his story of having killed and beheaded ten, I think it was, yeah. ten different Israelis, and they were just thrilled. His parents, well, one, his parents are just, uh, they're, they're probably not Hamas. They're just, so what's going on there? How many Palestinians are in favor of what Hamas did? That question should be dis- d- 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 looked into more. And from the Washington Times, Republicans pick Mike Johnson of Louisiana as fourth yes! nominee for speaker. Go Johnson! Mike Johnson? He's not yeah. going to be yes, speaker. Yes, Mike Johnson. The legendary Mike Johnson. There's already 10 no votes, so he ain't going to be speaker. From USA Today, dreams come true. Diamondbacks defy the odds on chaotic journey to the World Series. I uh, am from the middle of nowhere, so I'm used to being rooting for small market teams. But, man, it ain't going to be great ratings for the Arizona Diamondbacks and the who? Tejas Rangers. Texas Rangers, right. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's going to be rough for Major League Baseball ratings, I'm guessing. From the New My York dad's Post. My a, uh, a D-backs fan, so I'm, I'm going to pull for the D-backs. Yeah. Go, D-backs, with all your great players. From the New York Post, Elon Musk says he'll give Wikipedia $1 billion to change its name to... Rhymes with Wick starts with a D. Oh, oh wow. for the love of God. That's Elon. Elon just he, he amuses himself with like 13-year-olds jokes. And finally, the Babylon Bee. Chaos at Congressional Halloween Party as House Republicans all wear the same clown costume. There you go. Oh, appropriate. Yeah. Cutting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll catch you up on some of the news stories in hour two. If you ever miss a segment, you can catch our podcast. You should just subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. That's a good way to do it. Absolutely. So much to talk about next hour. Uh, furrin and domestic. Stay around. Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.